0: and welcome to another episode of the Elevated Beauty Podcast. I'm your host Emily Fouts and in today's episode I want to talk about tyrosinase inhibitors. So if you have never heard of the term tyrosinase inhibitor before you're about to learn something new. So um, I'm going to get more into the science of how a tyrosinase inhibitor works where you can find that in your skincare and why it's beneficial to you. Okay, so as usual, we're just going to get straight into it. A tyrosinase inhibitor is used to prevent pigment from forming, and they're used in treatment serums or moisturizers. And so, the way tyrosinase inhibitors work is by blocking or inhibiting the enzyme tyrosine, which is responsible for the first step. In the process that creates pigment or melanin to be transported to the top layer of our skin, which is the skin's natural defense mechanism against damage. So, when cells have been damaged by inflammation from, like, a pimple or trauma to the skin or even UV damage from the sun, the tyrosinase enzyme will send an excess of tyrosine, which will result in the overproduction of melanocytes. And so when you have an overproduction um, of melanocytes, this is what you see as a scar or simply dark spots, marks, AKA hyperpigmentation. So I hope that um, explains the function of a tyrosinase inhibitor pretty well and why it is such an important step in our skincare, especially whenever we're dealing with corrective skincare or we're trying to correct damage. If you're getting a chemical peel from me, I will not do a chemical peel on you or any type of skin revision treatment unless you are using a tyrosinase inhibitor four to six weeks prior to the treatment. And this is because the um, tyrosinase enzyme has been inhibited and blocked prior to receiving this treatment. So that's just another step in the protection and um, insurance Of the process that we're doing. And then also afterwards, you want to continue that to keep your results. So I'm going to go through some of the specific ingredients that are tyrosinase inhibitors that you will most likely find in your corrective serum or your moisturizer, things like that. And I do want to mention something pretty cool that most tyrosinase inhibitors are also antioxidants. So I do have an old episode on antioxidants if you're not sure the function of an antioxidant or um, you know what they're used for and how important they are but that's pretty neat that they have double function. So I'm gonna start with my favorites. Kojic acid, licorice root, vitamin C also known as L-ascorbic acid, and alpha-arbutin. Those are my favorites, but we also have some additional ones. Tranexamic acid, and you can also find tranexamic acid in an oral peel form that has to be prescribed to you from a dermatologist. Um, They will prescribe this to people that do suffer from melasma occasionally. So we also have mulberry extract, elegic acid, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Correct me if I'm butchering it, but elegic acid, ferulic acid and azelaic acid. So there is one more that I don't want to mention but I do have to because it does have really great results but it is toxic. It is um a, it is known to be carcinogenic which means cancer causing. So um you know cigarettes are carcinogenic. There are so many things in this world that we consume that are carcinogenic and that we don't really know about it but if you are interested in health and nutrition and things like that you will most likely kind of be aware and want to avoid these things that do have more of a toxic rating or are known to be carcinogenic so personally for me I do avoid this ingredient and I don't partake in carcinogenic activities like smoking or you know any of those things so hydroquinone it is known to have really powerful um, benefits in lightening the skin. So a lot of medical, um, a lot of the medical aesthetic community does favor this and dermatologist, but yeah, I like to steer clear of it. And when I was introduced to this ingredient in some of the product, um, products that I was carrying, in a spa that I was working for when I was an employee. I had no control over what product lines I was using, but I was advised by the representative um, of this company that had this ingredient in one of their products that any product that does carry this ingredient is not to be used um, consistently. It is to be used as an on and off type of thing. So say they had a treatment serum that had hydroquinone in it, they advised to use it three months on and then three months off. That way to kind of gauge and control the carcinogenic um, activity, I guess, that is contributing to your body. But anyways, I'll go through that quick list again. Tranexamic acid, kojic acid, vitamin C or ascorbic acid, licorice root, mulberry extract, elegic acid, ferulic acid, alpha-arbutin, azelaic acid, and hydroquinone. So, those are all the ones that I'm aware of. Um, If you want to read your ingredients list on any of your antioxidant serums or treatment serums and kind of see if that has that in there, if not, then maybe that's something you want to introduce into your routine. Guys, so much for listening. And if you want to interact with me and have a conversation about tyrosinase inhibitors or just contribute to the information, there's always more things to learn. I can learn something new as well. So, um, follow my Instagram account, Elevated BD Podcast on um, Instagram. Obviously, I already said that. <laughs> and I post every um, Sunday night about the episode. Or no, I don't post every Sunday night. I post every Monday, either before the episode airs or after it airs. And um, yeah, comment down below and let me know what you think about tyrosinase inhibitors. Maybe which ones are your favorite. So I will see you guys next Monday at a.m. Mountain Standard Time for another episode.